On air, online and on your smartphone. 2NURFM Friday afternoon means it's time for Talking Travel as we welcome along Sally Lucas and a very special guest joining us right now from Inca Tours, Hank Holshausen. Hi, Hank. How are you? Very well, thank you. Sally. And welcome to the program. I think we're very privileged having you here today, being born in South Africa, uh, living here for 20 years, as you've mentioned. But being a tour leader with Inca Tours, you must have seen some incredible things and experienced some wonderful sights and sounds in your time as a tour leader. Absolutely. Uh, I just recently returned from, from Africa mm-hmm. and born in South Africa. You know, Africa is in my blood. Of course. I always look forward to going back and, yeah. you know, I always get excited going back. Of course it's, you would. Uh, it's always different. Yes. You know, even if you go back twice a year, three times a year, it's always different. And you've got different seasons. So, I mean, every time you go, and, and even your traditional seasons change. Like, Absolutely. You know, our spring this year has been a bit disastrous, you know, and everyone's getting colds again. But, you know, you just you just never know what the season's going to throw up. Absolutely. And I think that's the beauty of when you travel, that uh, you go back many times, and as you say, it can still be different every time, even though you're born and bred. You go back and experience new things. Yes, and it's, as I say, like the migration, for instance. Oh, the, the wildebeest. Yeah, it depends when you go... Which time of the year, it's in a different place. Is, it a, is there a better time, though? When you, we're talking about, by the way, we should say where that is. We're talking about East Africa, of course. That's not in, in South Africa where you get the, the main migration of the wildebeest. That's correct, isn't it? That's correct. It's yes. uh, uh, the Masai Mara and the Serengeti, which That's is right. in Kenya and Tanzania. Exactly. Um, it all depends when you want to travel. Mm. A good idea is always to include both in your itinerary. Yes. So it doesn't matter when you travel, you will see it at some point. Right. Um, a lot of people want to see the um, river crossings, which will yes. be August to October um, in the Mara. Yes. Um, but it's a very busy period. There's lots of people there. Mm. Um, if you want to see the, the babies, the new mm-hmm. uh, animals, yes. um, December to March in okay. the southern part of the Serengeti, um, also a very popular time. But if you travel in between that time, you get like the shoulder season. Yes. Where um, it's in the central and the western part of the Serengeti, and then it's not so busy. Well, it was very busy, I must say, when we were there two and a bit years ago, which was July, like June into July. You know, there were vehicles backed up, backed up, everyone trying to get photos if a lion appeared or a cheetah or something, you know. So there was umpteen vehicles. So I understand where you're coming from. Um, We didn't have a choice at that particular time, and sometimes you don't have a choice of when you can go. So you've just got to accept the conditions as they are but it was also quite cool which surprised me for that time of the year and they said it had been unseasonable um i didn't take enough warm clothes with me (laughs) i was living in one one little jacket i took for nearly the whole trip so i guess as you're saying about seasons a minute ago like normally when would be the driest season to do that um now um october november is the driest season um the rains will start now in November, the end of November. Yes. Um, so September, October is the most popular time. Right. Um, of course, it's also that's you know not the autumn time in, no. in Kenya. Um, but if you combine it with other parts of Africa, mm-hmm. um, you don't always get the best of every country. No, but you get the shoulder season. And you can't with such a huge continent. And, of course, South Africa is virtually the same climate as us, you know, That's same correct, longitude, yes. latitude. So you're going and experiencing very similar seasons to what you would if you were living here in Newcastle sort of thing. So and is there a better time for your game viewing there? Well, for South Africa, if you combine that with Cape Town, mm-hmm. stay away 
the winter months. Mm -hmm. uh, Cape Town is wet and, and very cold. Yes. But you can um, still do the um, game reserves up in Kruger. Yes. A lovely area. Um, they get summer rain. Mm -hmm. So um, if you go in the summer period, you will have humid, hot, uh, and afternoon storms. Mm -hmm. So once again, you know, those shoulder periods are a perfect, are a perfect yeah, time to travel. Yeah. And there's a whole range, too, of accommodation, isn't there? You can get from budget right through, to, of course, to your five-star luxury game. That's correct. You Lodges, can do, et cetera. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can do overland, you can do camping, mm -hmm. three up to luxury um, in South Africa. Our special guest this afternoon is Hank Holzhausen from Inca Tours, and he's with Sally Lucas for Talking Travel. Well, we've talked about a bit already, but that five minutes went so fast, Hank. Absolutely, and Africa is a big continent. <laughs> We're never going to cover it all today. There's just no way, but we're just trying to cover some of the highlights. And, of course, another one is the Ngorongoro Crater, which is considered one of the great wonders of the world, of course, and a World Heritage Site. I thought it was fabulous at Ngorongoro. I really enjoyed that and um, some wonderful experiences. And also the Serengeti, you got that option of doing that wonderful balloon flight. Over the plains as well, and it's you know I've got a lovely sunrise photo I remember taking for our room, which is very special, you know. So you do get these amazing sunsets and photo opportunities as well, don't you? Absolutely, it's Africa is a photographer's dream. Yes, not only East Africa, but Namibia, for instance. Yes, the most beautiful sunsets, the dunes, the different colours. Yes, you know, sunrise over the dunes, it's fantastic. Yes, I but haven't done Namibia. I must admit, I keep adding to my bucket list, and it's growing and growing. Absolutely, but, but and maybe Namibia and Botswana, Botswana. next. Botswana. It'll be to so totally different. The Botswana with its Okavango Delta, of course, which is teeming with wildlife, and then Namibia would be totally different, being more desert. Absolutely, and also with uh, the Okavango Delta you have the opportunity to do two kinds of camps. You can ah, do yes. wet camps and dry camps. Uh -huh. So totally different ex game experience. Yes. Where in the wet camp you do the, uh, a boat cruise or yes. Makoro of the, the canoes. And then obviously with the land-based camps, it's your, your, your vehicles. Yes, um, Then there's Chobi where you do a river cruise as well as a game drive. Well, that'd be great too, and, and Chobe's got the highest concentration of elephants. I know. So it's one and of I my favourite parts. And I, I, when I went to the Daphne Sheldrick Orphanage, which you go to, I believe, as well, in the, on the tours yeah. out of Nairobi, and I just fell in love with these little orphaned elephants. And it's so sad to think this poaching still continues. I just cry yeah. every time I read about it. And I adopted two elephants. I've now adopted another one. So Wonderful. I've adopted three baby elephants, one for us, one for my son, and one for my nephew. And I've only just renewed them again for another year and for anyone out there who wants to do that look it's only US minimum $50 per elephant and that helps bring that little elephant up and keep it safe until they get released into a safe area so it's a fabulous thing to experience and it's I'm great I think it's fantastic that you've got it on your tour so it's, it's wonderful Absolutely. as well and then you've got, of course, I mean, oh, with Serengeti, what haven't we covered? South Africa, we haven't covered enough of South Africa. So, I mean, Cape Town, obviously, and the Stellenbosch wine region, the Garden Route, you know, Utsal, all those places along with the ostrich farm is, it's just a beautiful part of South it Africa, is. isn't it? But it's also um, the wildflowers, um, springtime no, yeah. on the western side of South Africa. Like we have in Western Australia. Absolutely, and it's... Mm. If you go there, it looks like carpets and tapestries of color. Oh, wow. It's amazing. The daisies, different mm. colors. But South Africa is also um, an adventure country. Mm. Mm -hmm. You can do uh, shark 
cage diving. No, thank you. You can do um, surfing for the younger people. Yes. That's, that's world famous in Jeffreys Bay. Jeffreys Bay, yes. But walking safaris. Yes. Um, near Kruger, you can walk with rhinos. Yeah. Um, walk with lions, I believe. You too, can do, right? and yeah. you can. Um, but this is not. Uh, it's, it's in the wild. Yeah. Um, you can do sleep outs. Mm. where you can sleep in the bush at night um, with no mm. protection. I've read some amazing books. I'm a bit of an Africa fanatic, even though I haven't been there as many times as I would like. But any time I've been... It's mainly a biographical book where someone's gone and lived there. There's an Australian girl who lived in the desert in Namibia, again, yes, trying yep. trying to get the, um, the owners of the land and the elephants to agreed to get together more and you know because they can come in and wreck villages and do awful things too and then there was another lady who lived you know and she used about how she first slept out in the wild and the experiences some of these people have had are just amazing books to read it and is. it really gives you an in-depth look at how it would be you know absolutely to, to be living yeah. out in these areas and i wished if i was younger i'd love to now be doing volunteer work or something. I've left my run too late, but I'm sure there might be some other people out there because I've Googled it and there's lots of lovely volunteer work you can do with all sorts of different animals and game reserves, which, again, would be very rewarding. Not only the game reserve or with animals. Yeah. You can also do volunteer work at the schools, orphanages. Wow. Yeah, well, that would be fantastic um, too. Especially Kenya and Tanzania. There's yeah. a lot of schools that you can work. Yeah. And even in um, Zimbabwe, Victoria Falls, yes. you can do it there. Because volunteerism is becoming more popular now, Absolutely. isn't it, for people to get, you know, a more rewarding benefit out of the holiday. And so. they're looking for teachers yes. to teach them English. English. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Vic Falls, I must admit, when we went, we were really lucky. We must have gone in the right season and it was bucketing down. You know, we got saturated. So, you yeah. know, I've known people said, oh, it was only a trickle when I went, but I must have just gone at the right time. Yeah, if year. you go the early part of the year, um, mm. it's full in full flow. Mm. But if you go... Um, October, November, mm. it's very, very dry. I think it was May when I went, but I must have just May, been lucky. They might yeah. have had a last big dump of rain or, yeah. you know, something, but it was certainly one of those, you know, the smoke that thunders. It was just Absolutely. just fantastic yeah. experience to and, do the flight over too. And people need to um, understand the flow of the, the falls as well yes. to know which side to book. Ah, uh-huh. If it's yes. dry, you have to stay on the Zimbabwe side. It's the better side. Otherwise, mm. you're not going to see the falls. Anything. No. If it's in full flow, it's best to stay on the Zambian side in Livingston. Right. Because there's so much spray that mm. if you stand on the Victoria Falls side, you can't see the falls. You only see oh, spray. because of the spray. Yeah. Wow. So it's important to keep that in mind. Oh, definitely. Look, there's so many things we have to keep in mind about all this wonderful African experience here. And it is a fantastic uh, place to visit, as I said, a fantastic continent, should I say, not place. It's a lot of countries in one continent, and we can't cover them all today. Absolutely. But, Hank, really appreciate your time today, and I hope that our listeners have just learned a little bit more about that dark continent. Well, thank you very much for having me, Sally. Thank you, Hank. We're going to look at some hot deals in the marketplace. Well, today, Dave, we've got a few. Uh, firstly, there is a Canada and Alaska super deal. Now, this is including Airfares X Australia. You've got a book by the 31st of December, and you've got departures May, June and August next year. It's a 19-day itinerary, which includes a seven-night, five-star Alaskan cruise, as well as, obviously, touring through the Rockies as well. So 19 days, and it's only a touch under lead in price of 5500 It It's one of the most 
popular attractions for Australians around the world, it isn't is, it? Compared, it yeah? is. The Canada-Alaska is really a draw card. Mm. Even if people can't afford to do the Alaska cruise part of it, they certainly want to do the Rockies. They love it. But this is very good value okay. at 5500 for 19 days. Airfares, seven-night cruise, which is all your meals, and touring through the Rockies. So that's certainly worth a look at, and that's with Adventure Destinations, so just keep that one in mind. Other hot deals? We have got some other hot deals. We've got uh, Morea, which is in Tahiti. The Sofitel Morea has got a package of seven nights available at the moment where you have five nights at the Sofitel Morea in a luxury garden bungalow and you get a pre and post night in Tahiti because the way the flights go, Dave, you can't transfer out to the outer islands like all on the one day. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. So you have a night each, each end in um, Tahiti and five nights on Morea. Now that starts from roughly $3,000. So that's really good value for honeymooners, anniversary people, people just wanting a break, a stress relief holiday. It is the most gorgeous yeah. part of the world. The water just so bright, it dazzles your eyes and it's just white beaches and just really fantastic. Um, France on sale for next year uh, for Rendezvous en France. Um, They have some lovely different little things available in that wonderful country of France. Paris apartments with 10% off self-drive canal boats if you want to do your own, like get a few people together. That's impressive, yeah. Yep, up to 12% off. Uh, A barge cruise, which is crude, which is what I did earlier this year, which was absolutely wonderful in the Burgundy region. You can get up to $1,500 off per cabin on a French barge cruise, and a chateau, if you want to stay in a French chateau, 10% off. So these are nice early bird deals they have. You've got to get in quickly for as long as they last, and also there's a chance to win suitcases as well. Uh, Aurora Expeditions are just saying they've got a a last-minute availability update if those are still hankering out there to get to Antarctica, another superb destination. Um, Final berths, there's a few berths left on a couple of sailings. Um, There's one on um, the 8th of December, 20% off. It's a 12-day cruise going from Punta Arenas to Ushuaia and down into the Antarctic Peninsula. And also there's some in the new year, 27 December, covering the new year period, 20 February, 28 Feb and 9 March and that's really good savings to get 20% off if you're just hankering to get to Mm. Antarctica Um, there's still a lot of early bird deals out there Dave, they vary in their cut off date so it's really hard for me to just give you one cut off date because a lot of the airlines no one will agree on one date, wouldn't that make it easier (laughs) for everybody but no that doesn't happen, but there are still some early bird deals available Um, some go into next year, some finish at the end of November, some at the end of December, but there's discounts to be had still on airfares, car rental car leasing in Europe, cruising, um, you name it, even rail. There's discounts on rail within Europe. Um, So, look, there's a whole bucket of things out there as well. And, of course, we've just talked Africa today, and there's some wonderful African destinational holidays out there available also. And we'll be able to monitor more of that over the next few weeks as we edge through too. We certainly will, and we'll keep you updated, well, closer to time when some of these early bird deals are actually going to finish. But they will start finishing up from the end of this month onwards. So if you still haven't made a decision, I'd suggest you jump in and start making some plans soon. That's it for this week. We'll be back again with you next Friday. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. It's Talking Travel with Sally Lucas here at 2NURFM.